It's your boy Blunt Steven. You are now tuned in to the It's a Blunt World Podcast. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. You know, I always like to take this opportunity to talk about myself. Sit back and brace yourself. The show has begun. What up, world? It's the Blood World Podcast. This is your boy, Blood Steven. This is episode 17, man. We quickly knocking these out, man. Uh, we had a little shorty last week, but, uh, uh, you know, let's get it, man. Let's keep knocking these out. It's been a rough week this week, man. Just uh, my daughter's school just kind of knocking me in the ass, man. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm getting through it like all of you are. And, uh, hey, man. On episode 18, who knows if the the kids are going to be back in school, man. This is crazy. Uh, already heard some rumblings in Contra Costa County uh, in the Bay Area where I'm at. Uh, they might be opening it up. So uh, that shit's crazy. But, hey, let's, uh, let's get over to the bulk, the meat of this podcast, and uh, let's get it. I definitely had to uh, talk about this, you know, the um, the current event uh, topics. Seems like that's all I'm doing anymore. Relationships and current events. But uh, but anyway, um, I know most of y'all seen uh, uh, in the it was either the the Daily City or San Francisco area. Um, a black male just ran up from across the street. And just completely pushed and floored uh, this Asian man that I believe was 84 years old. And uh, the injury sustained in that uh, unprovoked act um, actually uh, led to his death. So I want to say, you know, rest in peace uh, uh, to that Asian man. Um, That's definitely uh, it's definitely sad to see. Um, and just, it's definitely a tragedy because I don't know what this fucking kid was thinking. Like, like who raised y'all, man? Like, (laughs) you know, like, like I, me, I have nothing but respect for my elders. And it seems like these fucking kids these days, this new pussy generation, uh, you know, um, they just don't get it and they just don't give a fuck and just there's no respect shown for anybody let alone their elders and it's uh it's it's just fucking it's crazy to see all this and and honestly um there's been more attacks um and everybody's kind of on uh uh kind of on uh you know just defense mode like looking around people that are around them cuz i know there was another attack in Oakland uh, and there's some, you know, kind of Asian uh, uh, movie stars that 
uh, reside or grew up in Oakland. They're trying to reach out and help, uh, you know, get the assailants of these crimes and stuff. And and that's definitely dope to see, you know, a community coming together. But shit, this shit shouldn't happen anyway. And I know there's a couple of attacks. And then in my hometown, South City, I guess uh, a lot of women are being on high alert and told to be on high alert because uh, there, uh, there's been a couple carjackings and, um, and, uh, uh, like just assailants just reaching in the, uh, reaching in their, uh, cars and just snatching their purses and shit. I gotta give a shout out to, uh, to, I'm gonna say this wrong. Makeup artist Lena. I was gonna say Mui, but I don't even know that if that's how y'all pronounce it. But makeup artist Lena, she posted a video the other day and said that she actually um, like straps her purse strap and puts a seatbelt through it so no one could just rip it out of there, which I think is hella smart. Um, at least if you see someone jerk it, at least that's up. Oh, fucking start my start my car hopefully my car started already and push that pedal and get the fuck out of there but um yeah shit shit's just fucking crazy and then i seen yesterday um on the the on-ramp to uh i guess to leave uh san francisco fucking uh someone carjacked a car and took the car with uh two kids in it like, what the fuck is going on? And this is, like, in a two-week period. Like, something fishy and weird is fucking going on. and and Or just people are just grouping up and being, you know, jackasses, you know? It's just crazy. And, and hey, parents, you know, teach your, teach your kids respect, man. Respect their elders because a lot of these things, uh, they don't make sense. And just respect in general, man, because... This is where a lot of these are, you know, come from. You know, a lot of these acts are, are, you know, sourced from. And just uh, be better. Always be on your job. And uh, let's get these motherfuckers that are just acting a fool right now. Dude. All this, uh, this fucking COVID shit, I, I probably said it numerous times, it's just, uh, it's just too much. Um, like, every fucking week, there is, like, a new fucking strain that's mutated and that is just gonna fucking kill, uh, a bunch more of us, millions more of us, you know, and I'm just sick of seeing all this shit. Um, it's just every fucking headline. I I just I can feel it. It's just fucking trying to send like everybody into a panic. That's the only reason the headline is released. You could you could just tell. Like like the latest one this week is that there's a South African uh like COVID case or something where the the vaccination is like uh less lethal towards it or less potent towards it um and it strikes quicker and for longer it's like <laughs> 
It's just funny because that's everybody's worst nightmare that they get this fucking vaccination and it's fucking useless, you know, and you just got something pumped in your fucking body for nothing and it's going to be useless. And then what's what's worse is that it's going to kill at a more rapid rate every mutation that they talk about, you know, and that the vaccination is no match for the new mutation that comes out every other week. Like, it's just, I hate to sound like fucking orange boy, almost impeached fucking chicken fuck, but all this fucking fake news is just, it's fucking just driving me crazy. It's just, head, like, it's just, like, untruthful, like, headlines. I just, uh, I'm sick of it. I think it's fucking ridiculous. That's all I gotta say. Oh, I'm definitely late on this, but Lil Uzi Vert, I've never liked this guy. He just, I'm old school and he just jumped on the scene, I guess, with popular songs and started wearing weird female type fucking outfits and shit. I never got on his hype and... I even tried to listen to that last project that uh, him and Future did. And actually one song kind of like, like got to me. So it was all right. But I just, I don't like how he, he's always, uh, I feel like concept songs are good and shit, but I feel like he's always talking about depression, suicide. I want to kill myself. Um, I only got this much left uh, of my life or just just all depression bullshit, which depression rappers uh, back in the day weren't like this at all. Like, um, but um, this fucking guy, this guy is fucking loaded. Got hella money. He's even made like a fucking uh, animated painted fucking Lambo, which is fucking retarded. Fucking... This guy got like a fucking, I don't know, a, a diamond or some shit that was like, I forget the sum of money. It was probably, what was it? Like, uh, I think it was like, like 20 to 50 million dollar like diamond and he fucking got it <laughs> fucking installed in his fucking forehead like like he's part of a cast or some like uh, with the the india culture like but this is like instead of a little dot it's like a big fucking diamond in his head what the fuck is going on like don't anybody especially in this fucking new pussy generation softy fucks don't anybody think anything through anymore like why the fuck would you do that? Like, the closest I will get is I will get a fucking grill. Like, and that is detachable. You can't get a grill that's, you know, obviously your actual teeth, but come on, man. 
<laughs> these fucking people just don't think and they end up doing the most retarded fucking shit. But in this generation, it's acceptable. It's just, it's the norm. I don't fucking get it. Pardon me. I'm going to go listen. I'm going to go back to listening to Tupac. See ya. You know, um, this topic is sensitive to me, and it's obviously a topic that came from me, and hopefully y'all can relate, um, and, you know, I, I came up from a yelling family, you know, my grandmother, she, uh, she looks like the Queen of England, like, literally, even though I'm of, you know, Latin and Armenian descent, um, and we look like we're not related, but we definitely are. Um, she used to scream at me as a kid, call me a bloody bastard. And if you don't know, like, you know, bloody uh, is the English term for fuck or fucking. Um, so she would call me a bloody bastard, a fucking bastard uh, all the time. And uh, it was definitely hard. And... Um, like that's how it all started like i remember specific, specifically specifically an event that you know my mom was there uh while i was getting watched uh like she came after you know work and my grandma was making pudding and, and my grandma and aunt live uh together um and my my aunt would do the same shit to me you know and uh she would do it to me and just but not my other cousins you know and that kind of fucked me up, but there's one event, you know, while uh, uh, they were making pudding, I was a young kid, uh, I wasn't really chubby, but hey, I wanted some pudding, so I went and, like, got some, and then uh, my grandma got mad, and she, like, just yelled, she was like, you get away, you fucking bastard, and, like, did it in front of my mom, and that was just, like, the the moment I was like, fuck this. Like, even as a kid, I was like, you know, I don't, I don't respect these fucking people. Um, and, um, it's kind of trickled down, you know, cause my mom, you know, that's kind of re the relationship we have, you know, she used to yell at me all the time. My mom was a very good mom, but that's just the, the makeup of our family. And she would, she would yell at me all the time. And I've kind of grown up to kind of be that way. And to me, it's honestly kind of like a defense mechanism, you know? Um, <clears throat> and I just bring this up to just say, you know, you know, yelling is very stressful. It tires you out after you go through a long yelling episode because it fatigues you. And, and definitely, if you grow up like I did, maybe I'm not as successful, but I'm still working on it. Um, that you got you to gotta change the destiny of you uh raising uh uh or you um repeating the same family style that you grew up in as far as like a yelling style because it's not good man you want to live your life uh, life to the fullest and be cheerful be happy smile like all that like you're definitely not going to do that in a yelling or argumentative uh you know family and it just sucks you know uh I 
I just, I remember just always being waking up by my mom yelling on the phone with uh, my grandmother. And I used to always tell my mom, well, when you die, I know what caused it. That's what I used to say. Like, and it's just, these are just, you know, if if you want to contact me and find out more about this, like, I definitely lived through this shit and I'm still living through it now. And it's just... I'm just kind of, you know, at the point, at the age I'm at, I, I just, I'm sick of it. I've been sick of it. I guess I didn't do a good enough job to kind of uh, shield, you know, my family away from that. And I'm doing my best to not have my kids, you know, live around that. So I just wanted to share that with y'all. Just do your best to not uh, live in a yelling environment. That's all I can say. Look, I, I don't know how many uh, people, you know, listen to this podcast, but those that do, I appreciate you. Um, so if some of my friends, you know, uh, listen to this and don't like this and I ruffle feathers, I apologize. But I got to I got to keep it blunt, you know, like my my name is Blunt Steven. It's a blunt world podcast. And basically, you know. I feel like definitely in the year 2020, politics has definitely been brushed into the eye view of people that really don't give a fuck about politics to begin with. With, you know, just the the reign of, you know, former president, faux five, fucking Donald Trump. You know, he his stupidity just made you pay attention because you wanted to make sure you weren't getting uh, fucked in any type of situation he was uh throwing our way um and it just like it's it's crazy to me that like you know you have friends that are very dear to your heart that you hold really close and it's not just one friend it's like many friends even family how their support for trump and, like, the shit they say now is, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you're just like, who the fuck is this person? I'm related to you. I've grown I've grown up with you as a friend since I was, like, in the ninth grade or, or the sixth grade and shit. Like, it, it's fucking crazy. Like... People will knock Donald Trump and he was such a negative impact, but he is just opened my eyes to so much shit. And all these politics just really opened my eyes to like, I don't know if I want to say open my eyes. Then I feel like it's just changed people's perception of who people really are. Like, it's just like people aren't afraid to have like the unpopular uh or the unpopular or yeah i guess the unpopular opinion or political views or or things that are viewed as they're the right thing but are completely in the human race like the most fucked up thing ever you know um and I just, I think it's, 
like these last four years by Trump have just, you know, honestly fucked up, you know, uh, human relationships. Like, I, honestly, when Obama was walking out of the Oval Office, you know, I felt pretty good. I felt, you know, kind of people, you know, uh, were just on the rise and and people didn't really have hate in their heart. Say by the end of the first year of Donald Trump, like... I just felt like and I'm I'm Mexican, Armenian and white, but most people would say that, you know, I look, you know, you know, white, even though I'm brown skin. But I would just feel that every white person walking down the street is just staring at me going fucking spick, you fucking Baltic bastard. Baltic is a slur for Armenians, by the way. Um and even though my grandmother is fucking white as flour, you know, she looks like a spitting image or an alternate version of Queen Elizabeth, you know. Um, so sometimes the people looking at me with that side eye, like to an extent, I'm almost fucking whiter than them. And I just I just really feel that. This whole political shit has just changed everybody completely of who they used to be. And it's it's crazy. I might sound all <clears throat> all like all over the place and shit, but it's just really shit that I, I feel and I think like you know, I, I don't think it's getting better. I don't what the fuck's Biden gonna do? I know everybody probably thinks he's a fucking hypocrite, which I'm not trying to bash him, but because he fucking in the 70s, he said living in New York is like living in the jungle because there's so many African-Americans around. Like, you think people get over that 25 years later or whatever? Um, and and saying all what I said, I cannot even imagine what it's like being black. Like, God damn, if people are looking at me like that, you can only imagine, like, like I could escape it to an ex- extent. They got to deal with it every day. And, you know, them, you know, rioting or protesting. It's just, it's what they should do. And I stand with them. I just won't go to, you know, the protest because, you know, I, I'm the only parent for my children. So I don't want to leave them parentless in case shit just goes crazy. But... Yeah, man, this politics has really fucking changed everything. And it's just, it's mind-blowing. So this topic is uh, is definitely, like everything, uh, self-experience. Um, and I wonder if y'all can relate. Um, can you still love your, uh, your partner if you feel like you are their parent? Um, you know, some situations, uh, one partner, uh, is my, is or might be more responsible than the other. Um, and you know, you, you gotta, you gotta really push your partner to do anything like, um, um, just for motivation, for goals and, and stuff like that. Um, 
And me, I went through that, you know, uh, you know, my ex during our relationship, she, she couldn't really hold like a, in, like a great job. Like I always like had aspiration for her. I, I always felt like she was worth more and she just always would keep a mediocre job. And it's just like, we got to get every penny we can get, especially now that we have kids and along with the other stuff, like. I just felt like I was her parent, like, you know, kind of pushing her so she could, you know, do good, especially for our family. Um, and uh, as far as like, um, you know, uh, when she would go out and stuff, having to keep tabs on her because, you know, uh, uh, she would never uh, keep on time with the time she said she was coming home and and I didn't want to be played a fool. And it's just stuff like that. Like, you know, I, I think it all has to go in results of kind of maybe uh, re- just responsibility. Um, maybe just being with someone that isn't responsible. Um, can you still love that person? I think you can. But I think the rope. Like really runs out really quick. The rope of slack um, that you give. And definitely in my situation, you know, at, at the end, I was just like, kind of just, you know, I, I knew I was capable and all the stuff I was doing, I was being a responsible person, but I was just like, why, I was at a point where I was like, why do I even give a fuck, you know? And uh, I guess that's the point you get to, you know, you give so much slack and then you just kind of stop caring, you know? It's just like... What am I going to do? You know, I can't, you know, I just, I can't make someone uh, go, uh, I I just can't make someone, I'm trying to think of a cliche here or uh, a saying, uh, basically, I can get someone in the race, but I can't win the race for them, is basically what I'm trying to say. So, um, yeah, it's a very complicated, you know, topic, you know, as far as, you know, can you still love that person? I, I think you do and you can still love that person, but it's just it just overall just becomes a burden. You know, you grew up, you took care of yourself or others, and you don't wanna have to worry about your partner. It's your partner, it's not your offspring or it's not someone you have to uh, really take care of or want to take care of it's someone that's supposed to help you and uh, uh, be side by side with you not someone you always have to worry about uh, if they're they're holding their water you know and that's that's really how I feel so um, just something I, I'm going through and I just, uh, I know many people are going through this, but I just happen to be going through it. So I, I want to share it so people know they're not alone and maybe can get a kick out of this or just relate. Um, and I'm, I'm fucking super like exhausted, fucking just running on fumes, just, you know, knowing that I'm the only option for my kids. So, you know, shit's got to get done. Um, 
And I know a lot of people are out there like that. And I just, I want to remind everybody because, like, I got to remind myself that somehow, some way, you know, with everything you got going on, what you're doing, things you need to accomplish, you need to get in rest, man. Like, I always revert back to, uh, uh, has to be a motherfucking train, uh, coming by right now. But, uh, anyway... I always revert back to, you know, maybe I I think about like eight to ten years ago when Rick Ross started getting seizures and stuff. Everybody thought, oh, he's fucking sipping lean or doing drugs. You know, that's why he's having seizures. But actually, his doctors told him, you know, it was because of his weight and more so it was because his lack of sleep. He was getting like one, two hours sleep uh, a fucking day. Uh, while, you know, working, like, extra hard in studio, blah, blah, blah. Like, and he had to tell himself and remind himself and make the the effort to get more hours of sleep and just rest, period. So, um, that's something that I always kind of think about and be like, well, man, if this fucking millionaire is doing that, I better fucking, you know, do that too. So, um... I'm running on fumes. I know y'all out there running on fumes, especially people that I talk to running on fumes, overwhelming themselves. But just remember, man, self-love, man. Uh, do something you want to do. Get some fucking rest. Just shut your eyes for like 20 minutes here and there. Uh, just try to get that rest as much as you can because, you know, your your kids, you know, all the work you do for them, you know, you can't enjoy all the work you put in uh, if if you're dead. So, you know, definitely just this is just a reminder. Remind yourself to get some rest, uh, you know, do something that will bring you some ease or some enjoyment um, to uh, to. Just take the, take the, or put the ease on you because, uh, you know, if you wear yourself out, man, it's it's just really not good. And uh, I respect the hustle, but we got to remember to take care of ourselves as well. So... Just remember, this is just some knowledge I'm trying to drop. You know, just remember, no one cares about your problems. Like, just remember, your problems are your own. And if someone shows that they care, that's great. But you can't tell people your problems and think that they actually care about them. And I don't I don't mean that as like a feel sorry for me thing or a feel sorry for you thing. I, I mean it as like... If you hustling, you you know, you're at your trade, you're at your job and you got an excuse of why something can't happen uh, or say you you call in sick or something and you're like, oh, man, I, um, you know, I got another job. So, um, you know, I, I got to leave early or whatever. Those people don't give a fuck. It's not affecting anything that's going on with them besides that they might have to pick up the slack because you leaving early because uh, what you doing right now is not your priority, you know? So don't ever expect people to feel sorry for you. 
I learned that, you know, just early in the game. Like, I'm not saying I'm ahead of anybody, but it's like there was a certain point where I, you know, I was a, I was a kid and I was growing and I was, you know, very like loving and I just wanted everybody to love each other. I wanted love because I was seeking love because, you know, my dad wasn't there and it, there was obviously a void, you know, only shown by my mother. Like, and, you know, I just, I just learned that no one gives a fuck about you unless they really want to, you know, like you you just got to realize that no one gives a fuck, like unless it benefits them. And if it's something to benefit you then guaranteed, it don't benefit them and they don't give a fuck and they could. They can care less what happens in the outcome. So just remember, remember, hustle hard and don't make excuses and try, try to defend things that pop up and deal with them instead of having an excuse why you need a substitute or, you know, you need to, um, you know, call in sick or you need to leave early or just stuff like that. Um, because you're never going to prevail if you keep doing that and thinking people care about you because they don't and you're just going to delay your own success and that's what I truly believe and I just me I just I got such a coming from that loving kid I have such a I don't give a fuck attitude that it kind of has made me a dick you know especially in kind of in relationships just kind of explaining this is like i i wanted to be like you know casanova like just i want to be the woman's dream but i still have that in me but i had to start kind of being an asshole and when i started being an asshole all of a sudden females really looked my way instead of you know friend zoning me and that's that's stuff that i learned and i i love having female friends but if there's someone that i'm really into you know like i gotta kind of give that edge that that asshole shit that i don't give a fuck shit which is embedded in me anyway so that's just kind of like in my personality like i don't give a fuck but there is things that i do give a fuck about so i'm not just going out there reckless like i don't give a fuck about everything fuck everything you know so you just uh you just gotta remember no one gives a fuck just stay focused and don't make excuses man yeah so hey man verdict is in uh the result is in um Tom Brady, man, got seven Super Bowl championships, man. Seven rings. That's fucking crazy. Um, seven out of ten tries, man. Man, that's that's pretty fucking incredible. And I mean, my opinion right now, I got to say he's the greatest quarterback that's, you know, ever lived or ever played because... Um, I always stuck with my hometown hero, Joe Montana, um, you know, four Super Bowls, uh, you know, four victories. Um, but I mean, man, he's he's almost kind of doubling what Montana did. They're different eras, but I mean, you know, 
Brady shows up and uh, he was even able to do what Joe Montana couldn't do because, you know, obviously when Joe Montana got injured later in his 49er career, he had to go to, um, um, he ended up getting traded to uh, the Kansas City Chief. How ironic that that's who Tom Brady won his seventh against. But um, he went to a different conference and just got to the, I'm pretty sure he got to the AFC Championship game. Um, and I used to love those teams, Montana throwing to Willie Davis and everything. Um, but Brady did the same thing. He went from AFC to NFC, and he won that chip, man. I don't know if there's really anything besides age that they could talk about Brady and say, oh, he can't do it anymore. And how could you really knock him? What is he, like, 43 years old? And he's won a seventh Super Bowl and another uh, Super Bowl MVP? Shit's fucking crazy. I, I was I was telling my boy, I go, it's like, um, you know, if, you know, my, my girl's at home and me and my boy walk into the house and uh, some guy's uh, fucking my girl and I look at the guy and I I look at my boy, I go, hey, man, that's fucking Tom Brady, man. They can keep on fucking. He got seven rings. <laughs> like, it's almost like this guy could do anything and, and get away with it. Like, uh, so it's just uh, he's uh, he's done an incredible job over his career. And um, he really proved it that, you know, there was an argument that, you know, oh, Bill Belichick got him all those Super Bowls or got him there. You know, it had the the prototype and uh, the game plans uh, to make the best of Tom Brady. But he proved that he don't need Belichick and. Belichick kind of look, uh, you know, kind of whack right now, you know, um, after having a horrible season uh, with the Patriots uh, the year after Brady left. So uh, once again, congratulations, uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man, Super Bowl champions. So that's a wrap. Let's be clear, man. Um, thank y'all for fucking with me with this episode, man, and all the previous episodes. This is episode 17 of It's a Blunt World podcast. Yours truly, Blunt Steven is your host. Um, do me a favor. Uh, you got any suggestions or feedback, uh, just shoot me a line um, on my Instagram. Um it's a uh, blunt. Uh, my tag is blunt Steven underscore. And um, if you're connected to my backup um, blunt world podcast um, um, IG page, it's uh, the tag is uh, it's a it's a BWP. And fuck with me there, man. Um, and, and one last thing, uh, yeah, shoot me messages and everything, uh, if you want. And, um, 
And definitely uh, on the Apple Podcast, um, go and rate me, man. Give me five stars. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, uh, move this uh, podcast up. Um, or give me the stars you feel like I deserve and uh, leave any comments. Uh, I definitely appreciate it. And uh, let's keep getting it, man. Until episode 18, let's get it. When you get out, man. Oh, shit, man. I ain't, I don't even know, man. We're gonna keep that on the low, cause I ain't see you, you ain't see me. Alright, Ace? Alright, you, you 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 stay cool like how you be cool, alright? No alright, water. Alright. This house. Manny, look at it. Pelican fly. Come on, Pelican. Like this, then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill till the next episode. Oh, God.